This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 85, Six New Idioms to Avoid Feeling Blue About Your English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. Are you feeling blue? In this episode, find out how to articulate that you're not having a great day in English in a native and natural way. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team, but it can be time consuming reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Aubrey, how are you feeling today? Mm, I'm a little bit uh, down in the dumps today. I have a cold and it's sort of affecting my whole mood. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm so sorry to hear that. That does happen sometimes when we get a cold, right? It's sort of it's hard to be energetic and be excited about stuff when we have a cold. I know, right? Your head hurts and you just kind of want to stay in bed, but you still have to work or Uh take care of your kids. And so that's hard to stay really chipper and happy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So guys, you know, in yesterday's episode, so the last episode, we talked about how to be happy, right? Six idioms for just being happy. That was a good one. I love Happy Camper. That's a fantastic episode. If you guys haven't listened to that, make sure you hit follow so you get every single episode of All Ears English, right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. And we teach idioms a lot because this is the most difficult thing about learning languages because they yes. have to be used correctly in the correct context. You change the preposition, change one word, and all of a sudden it's totally nonsensical. So we definitely want to practice using these, have good example sentences so that you guys can use them to sound more native, make those connections. Yeah, that's so good. And by the way, nonsensical, great bonus, super high level bonus for our listeners. What does that mean? Explain yeah, that it to us doesn't make sense, right? Mm. It's one word to, for all of that. Um, and it's true. It's a very high level word. So you sound pretty impressive when you say nonsensical. 
<laughs> so good. So good. So let's go through them here. Let's start with the first one, Aubrey, that you used when we opened up our conversation. And that is down in the dumps. What is the dumps? What does that even mean? Yeah, I know. I guess it comes from like dumpster. The dump Maybe, is like yeah. where all of the trash and garbage goes. So <laughs> that's like the worst case scenario if you were like buried at a dump. Oh my oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh man, when I think about the dump, the thing that comes to mind is when I was really young, like five or six, we couldn't afford trash pickup. So we would go to the dump every Sunday and drop off our trash. Like we oh, would wow. deliver it. <laughs> we have yeah. to do that every now and then if it's like something very bulky, you know, okay, huge yeah. tree limbs or, a, you know, oh. appliance or something that won't be picked up mm-hmm. by bulk trash. We still have right. to make a trip to the dump. It's to usually really out of the way out in the boonies. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, and it's uh-huh. it's not cheap either. At least in the United States, you have to pay some pretty exorbitant fees to be able to cheap. leave yeah. something at the dump. It would be interesting to compare what well, this is a very weird topic, but what dumps look like <laughs> in different states. I feel like that would be such a nerdy but interesting project because in Massachusetts, I often go down to the South Shore where my parents live and they always have trash and these big bulk trash because I don't mm-hmm. know, they have a lot of stuff, furniture or whatever. Mm-hmm. That, that place is so organized. They've got different bins for every kind of recycling, like plastics, Ooh. paper, this, that, glass, books, a book drop off, oh, wow. lar- large electronics. Is that what it looked like in no. Arizona? Arizona or no, no what, it's just, it's one just like big... a pile of trash and <laughs> oh, there okay. are people working there sort of separating so maybe okay. eventually it looks like that a little bit but the all That's... I was able to see was just a giant pile of oh refuse gosh. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense they should have well anyways yeah. yeah I think this really does vary based on the politics of the state right mm-hmm. um in mass recycling is a huge deal I would right? be curious Composting. about other countries though because it's true that's yeah. something that tourists never see and right. is always kind of more fascinating how does this work in other places yeah, it's really fun when you travel abroad to see the things that tourists never see. Like, I used to love going to the grocery store in Japan or just going yes. behind the scenes in places of daily life of the government, like things that you wouldn't see normally. Yeah. So, so this cool. sounds really extreme to say you're down in the dump, mm-hmm. but really we use it kind of like I did, right? I'm like, oh, I have a cold. Yeah. I don't feel great. I'm not at my best. So I'd say I feel kind of down in the dump, it, yes. down in the dumps. It doesn't I'm, have to really be the worst day of your life. You're just feeling a little off. Not great. You could say you're down in the dumps. Exactly. And as you said, it's not down in the dump. Uh, singular, right. it's plural. For some reason, it's plural. Dumps. <laughs> More than one dump. Now, the next one, Aubrey, down in the mouth. I don't even know this one. So you're going to have to teach me today. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I heard this one growing up. Maybe it's a little more of a West Coast one, oh. but very similar. But this is more specific to being sick, to being ill. Okay. So okay. I guess it's like if you're having, you know, I don't know, strep throat or something, you can associate it uh. with the mouth a little more, right? So okay. if you're saying you're ill, you don't feel well, you feel sick, you could say you're down in the mouth mouth. I say down in the mouth. Okay, I'll add that to my vocabulary. That's good. I like that. <laughs> well, it's interesting to compare these two because down in the dumps, I used it to say I wasn't feeling well, but this could be if you're just having an off day, maybe a friend was unkind to you, wouldn't right. have to do with being sick. You're right. just feeling a little off. You're not you're upset, you're sad. You could say you're down in the dumps, whereas okay. down in the mouth is much more specific to feeling sick. Being... Okay, yeah. good to know. Good to know. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. We also say, well, we could do another episode and we probably have about feeling sick. Things like under the weather, right? Yes. Um, but that'll there be for lot. another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Now, this next one reminds me of a song. Wasn't there a song, uh, Blue, like feeling blue? Wasn't there oh, yeah, there's an the Elvis 90s? song. Oh, um, there's an Elvis To have song. a blue Christmas, something about oh. you'll have a blue Christmas and just means like kind of sad, not the happiest yeah. Christmas of your life (laughs) yeah yeah for sure and I feel like a lot of country music is all about this it's Mm -hmm. all about kind of feeling blue and emotions and very down-to-earth stuff with country music so what does it mean to feel blue yeah just to feel a little bit sad this has nothing to do with sickness this means you feel a little sad depressed possibly you'd say I feel blue yeah and it's interesting too because the blue period Picasso right there's a lot of blue that's tied with Mm. sadness yeah And then we just also say, I have the blues. So you can use this idiomatically both ways to say, I feel blue or I have the blues. And we use it like a noun like that when also just to say, I'm sad. Yeah, I feel like we've opened up a whole topic within English of the use of the color blue to mean sadness. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. We do associate it with sadness. Yeah, that's so interesting. So if you say, I'm feeling kind of blue, it means you're just not feeling, yeah, you're just not feeling very happy. You're just mm-hmm. feeling kind of kind of bad, right? And then yep. we have one more, which is about camping. What yes, are we talking and about? we shared on the last episode that you can say you're a happy camper if you're happy. We use yep. the opposite of this to say, I'm not a happy oh, camper. Yeah, if perfect. you're sad or upset or frustrated, has nothing mm-hmm. to do with camping, guys. It just means you're upset about something. I am not a happy camper. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I I knew that was familiar because we had just talked about it in the last episode. But guys, it's good to know which ones you can use in the negative and which ones you just don't, right? Use in the negative. You don't negate them. Right. You you would would never, never, to say you're feeling happy, you would never say, I'm not feeling blue today. No, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. So when was the last time you were not a happy camper in the last couple of weeks? Can you think of anything, Aubrey? Anything particular? Sure. My So my daughter's mm-hmm. playing softball and the games, if the uh, score is at a certain place, then the, the game ends at 90 minutes, which uh, is plenty long for a softball game. But if mm-hmm. it's not, if there's like a couple more runs needed or something, then it goes for a full two hours, Ooh. which is too long for a oh, softball game. And yeah. we were at a game and the winds were really high. So it was blowing yeah. dust and sand from the ball diamond into oh, yeah. our faces. So uh. we're sitting there with our eyes shut because the wind was so bad and the referee called the umpire called that it was going to be a two-hour game and I was not a happy camper so you're sitting there and the (laughs) the wind blowing in your face was it cold it never gets cold in Arizona it wasn't it was I mean yeah in you know these months it starts getting a little colder so the wind was chilly I had um sort of a blanket on but it was more an issue of just that dust and sand blowing in my face I wanted to just go wait in the car but then I'm not being supportive of my cute daughter who's playing softball and is looking for me in the stands, you know? Of course, of course. I think a lot of this, uh, you know, not being a happy camper can be linked to weather in the West because I was going to say the same thing. On Tuesday night, we went out for sushi with my parents who were in town and it had been a beautiful four or five days here. Typical, gorgeous Denver weather, right? Blue skies, sunny, absolutely gorgeous. But that night, it just all came down as 
raining. It was cold. It was like that rawness you feel on the East Coast. So I was not a happy camper. Just the weather out here feels so extreme. When it does get bad, it gets bad. Yes. And it's hard to even be outside at all. And if you've made fun plans that include being outdoors, I could see, yeah, I would not be a happy camper either. Not fun. So that's a great example. But guys, it's not just limited to weather. It's maybe you wanted, you you had to wait in line for a long time for something. That kind of thing annoys Mm. me. I thought I would get into the bank quickly, but there's a line around the corner to make a deposit. Oh, yeah. Or imagine you're at like an amusement park and you wait in line oh. for an hour and they oh. close the ride for some reason right before you get on. Oh. <laughs> That's waiting a good in line. <laughs> you would not be a happy camper in that That's- situation. That's a great example. So guys, think about, you know, when was the last time you were not a happy camper and then practice articulating this. What should our listeners do, Aubrey, to make sure they don't miss any episode of All Ears English? Yeah, make sure you follow us wherever you find your podcasts Four great episodes every day, every week and bonuses sometimes too that you'll only get if you're following us. Awesome. All right. Thanks for hanging out today. And I hope you have a good day today. Yes, (laughs) right. You do. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.